Hey, everybody, welcome to the Addiction Unlimited podcast, where you get to learn everything you want to know about addiction and recovery. I'm your host, Angela Pugh, co-founder of Kansas City Recovery, life coach, and recovering alcoholic. To learn more about me, you can listen to episode zero on your podcast app or find us on the web at addictionunlimited.com. Hey there. Welcome to episode number 158 of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. I'm your coach, Angela Pugh. Thank you for spending some time with me today listening to the pod. I've got a pretty cool episode for you guys that actually came from the Sober Society membership community. You guys know I have a member community. It's very inexpensive, but a great way to get guidance and consistently have new ideas and motivation and inspiration and a ton of support. And this is a piece of content that I posted in Sober Society for the regular tier and the VIP level. And the only difference is the VIP level gets, uh, they get actual group coaching sessions with me every week. So we do group coaching every Thursday, uh, which is awesome. But this is what we, this is what I put out, 12 morning routine ideas. And I want to talk about this because I feel like this is something that is really overlooked. And I hear constantly we're all busy, right? And I hear all the time these words, I don't have time, I don't have time, or how do you do this when life is so busy? How do you do this and take care of kids? And everybody's busy. I get that. I'm so freaking busy. I I understand. So what I try to do you know, everything for me has to be kind of a hack because <laughs> you hear me talk about all the time that really in my core, my inner core human person is very lazy. So if I want myself to do things and follow through on things and get more disciplined, it has to be as easy as humanly possible. That's the only way I can do it and follow through and get good at it and as I get better at something, I can expand on it, of course. But when I'm just getting started in something new, creating a new habit or breaking a habit, it has to be easy, you guys. That's why I talk about we do these things and changing your life in 10 to 15 minutes a day. Because I swear to you, everybody thinks like, oh, I have to spend an hour or an hour and a half going to the gym or going to meetings or doing yoga or meditation. But I'm telling you, the more important thing, it's not about the length of time you spend doing something. The most important detail is that you do it consistently. So if you can do 10 to 15 minutes, which if you can't, we've got bigger discussions to have, right? Because you can, I promise you, 10 to 15 minutes, that's it. If you can do that consistently, you can change your entire life. And in the beginning, when you're starting something new, it is challenging. 
There's no question because you're going to have to sacrifice, right? You're going to have to sacrifice some things, sacrifice time. It takes intention. I have to do things to constantly remind myself that I want to be following through on this new habit or trying this new thing or whatever. So I have post-it notes everywhere and in my car and reminders on my phone (laughs) or on my, my fitness watch, whatever. It does take intention and it does feel difficult in the beginning because it's new. Everything is difficult when it's new, but you have to stick to it, okay? And then if you do it consistently, it gets really easy, so easy and fun, and it just becomes second nature and it's a part of who you are. Like me with drinking at this stage of the game, I don't worry about myself drinking. I don't want to drink, but I don't worry about drinking and I don't want to drink because I'm so diligent in taking care of myself and making sure that I do healthy things every single day so that I don't become vulnerable to drinking. That's the key. It's not that I'm not an alcoholic anymore. It's not that I don't have an issue anymore. Absolutely. I'm a drunk. I promise you. I could not drink today any better than I could 15 years ago when I quit. But I take care of myself and I'm very committed to taking care of myself so that I don't get vulnerable enough that a drink sounds like an option. And this is part of my thing, morning routine. It's so important to have a morning routine to get centered and think about who you want to be in your day moving forward. Who is the person that you want to be? How do you want to behave in the world? What do you want to get done? What effect do you want to have on the people around you? And that was a big one for me when I realized When I realized that I was so negative and judgmental that when people walked away from me, they probably felt like their energy was completely depleted because my negativity would just wear you out. And I know this because I have people like this in my life. And and that's actually how I learned that about myself because I'm walking away from people one night and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get in my car and just have some peace and quiet because I was just inundated with all the negativity for those few hours that I was with those people. And that's when it dawned on me. I was like, oh my gosh, that is not how I want people to feel when they hang out with me. You know, like that is not the effect I want to have on the world. So I knew I had to make some changes. And I want to be a positive force in people's life, right? I want you, when you hang up the phone with me or walk away from me after having dinner or even clients, you guys doing group coaching in the VIP Sober Society, when those calls end, I want you to feel good because all the energy in that room has been good. That's why I focus so much on the positive side of thing and celebrating victories instead of being constantly in the problem and what's not working and what's working against me and what's so hard. I don't want to focus on those things. I want to focus on the victories. I want to focus on the solution because that's how you create change and that's how you feel better. I hope all of that makes sense. 
Before I get into these too deep, I want to say one other thing. I was noticing last week, you know, there are so many of us out in the world who really our core belief and desire is to create change around the negativity of sobriety, right? Like there's no reason that we should feel weird for being the non-drinking people in the group, right? Because it's so common for that people drink. And it sucks that there's this weird stigma around sobriety. I don't even care about the stigma of addiction or alcoholism because really like that's breaking down so fast. If you're still a person that has the thought in your head that being an alcoholic means, you know, you're homeless and a hot mess and whatever, like that's your old school stuff. That's not reality. And that's not what the majority of people think. I think everybody's pretty clear at this stage of the game that alcoholism and addiction can take down anybody and everybody. It does not discriminate. It's not a lifestyle or a life choice, right? It's just something that some of us have. So I think a lot of celebrities coming forward in their addiction and sobriety has helped with a lot of that too, because that helps people understand, right, that this isn't, being an alcoholic isn't about being poor or being homeless or being, something being wrong with you or having mental health problems, right? Like everybody has mental health. We all have mental health problems. We all, not we all, but a lot of people in the world have addiction struggles, right? It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with those other factors. It's just, you know, some of us have it, some of us don't. But there is this stigma around sobriety. And it breaks my heart. A lot of it is our own insecurity as individuals, right? It is really scary, partially because when you're a drinking person, we build our lives mostly around other drinking people. So it feels very weird to us to all of a sudden be a non-drinking person. And it feels like you're going to be so different because everybody in your life is a drinker. So it does feel different. But out in the regular world, there are a ton of non-drinking people. There's nothing weird about being a non-drinking person. There are tons of people in the world that just don't drink because they don't like how it tastes. They don't like feeling the effects, right? Which is bizarre to an alcoholic because we drink 100% for the effect. You know, like I don't care what it tastes like. I want the effect. But there are people that don't drink because they want to be really great parents to their kids and they don't want to cloud the signal, right? They want to keep the signal clear like me. There are plenty of people that don't drink. So to feel weird about making a healthy choice for yourself really sucks. And a ton of us with podcasts and people writing the books and doing the things in the recovery realm, it really is a lot about breaking down the stigma of sobriety. Nobody should make somebody feel uncomfortable for making a healthy life choice. And the flip side of that is... We have to work on that within ourselves also. I do not want to feel weird being out in the world and being a non-drinker. So I will do anything and everything I need to do 
to fix that within me because that is inside of me. If you have that thing that is inside of you, that makes it your responsibility to figure that out, to correct it, to make yourself feel better, figure out how to self-soothe, talk yourself through those situations, be out in the world, making friends who are more in line with your new lifestyle and who you're turning into, right? So you don't feel weird. All of those things are your responsibility. I had to do it. I still have to do it. (laughs) And, And anybody else, it's the same thing with my food and weight loss and exercise journey. Like I was just thinking about this the other day. I have gotten really good at this part of my life. And you guys know I've been talking about it endlessly, right? I've been practicing getting good at this for the last few years, four years probably. Really practicing intentionally and with some discipline the last year and a half. So now I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, gosh, you know, one of my greatest challenges is everybody in my life eats poorly. You know, like I don't have any other healthful people in my life. I don't have other exercising people in my life. So I thought, man, I need to really put some intention into that and create some friends and a friend group or some activities in my life that are with other people that are on the same journey because that feels good. Like now, if somebody invites me out to dinner, I have this anxiety because I don't know, because I know how fragile I am. That's what it is. It's not about anything else. It's about me. It's how fragile I am and how vulnerable I am when I'm sitting in a restaurant and all the food smells so freaking good. It's so easy for me to rationalize. And you guys go through this with drinking. It's so easy to rationalize in that moment. Like, you know what? I can have this one cheat meal. This isn't a big deal. Like I can get right back on track tomorrow. I'll exercise a little bit more to burn off some more calories, but I'm here with my friend and I want to enjoy this. It's a beautiful restaurant and the food smells so good, right? It makes me vulnerable. So if I had other like-minded people that I was spending time with, I wouldn't have that anxiety reaction. If one of my fitness friends called and said, hey, let's go get something to eat, it would almost be a relief because I would know that we're going somewhere good with healthy food, we're going to make good choices, and we're going to support each other in that. I don't have to feel different. You see what I'm saying? See how all that ties in together? (laughs) So that's going to be one of my focuses coming up in these upcoming months, I guess, is I'm going to be figuring out like some different activities and things I can do, some meetups I can go be a part of to meet some more health-minded people because that's who I want to be. That's who I'm growing into. So what prompted all of this, I know I know that probably sounded like a crazy tangent, but here's what prompted all this. So I was watching some of my favorite shows last week and I was kind of shocked at how prominent addiction is on television now. And I know this has been happening like over the last several years, like, you know, a character here and there has addiction or whatever. There are a couple of shows that have really missed the mark and really made us look like crazy people. But 
I've noticed that it has become more popular to have a storyline around addiction and recovery. But now, I'm telling you, I watched three shows last week, and all three of them have a main character, main storyline around addiction and recovery. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. And it's so beautiful, too, because they're all high-functioning, successful people, married with families, not homeless, <laughs> not, not uneducated, not poor, not all those things that people think you have to be these things to have addiction, right? These are just regular people. And I got this warm and fuzzy feeling, you guys, because I love it when they put us out there in such a realistic and positive way. We are everywhere. People with addiction are everywhere. There's nothing weird about us. There's nothing different about us. We're just regular people living life and doing all the same things that everybody else is doing. And what a beautiful thing to see that portrayed on television, instead of just the insanity of the drunken party lifestyle that we've been so saturated with for so many years, you know? Like, I just love this. And you know, my favorite show, my favorite, favorite show is A Million Little Things. One of their primary characters is an addict. He was alcoholic, and that has always been a storyline in the show. And he had an injury, pain pills, and now it's this current storyline of the world, right? Injury, surgery, pain pills, addict. So I just love seeing this. This is one of the things also where I can get a little protective of AA when people say they go to AA and don't connect, or I went to AA and it didn't work for me. And I can get my feelings hurt by that sometimes because I think about the people in those rooms and that we are the same people that you encounter everywhere in your life. We are the v- the VP of your bank. We are the person in the checkout line ringing up your groceries. We are your real estate agent. We are the person sitting next to you at church every Sunday. We are the people that you are surrounded with everywhere you go. So it seems weird to me when people say, oh, I went to AA and I didn't connect or I went and it didn't work for me. I'm like, how does it not work for you? We're the same people. We're actually the same people that you were drunk with at the bar or at your office party. Like, how do you not connect? (laughs) You know, it's like you don't connect because you don't want to connect because we are just regular people. We are hilarious. We are really smart and We're the same people that you see everywhere you go. I promise you every day when you're standing in line somewhere, hopefully socially distanced, uh, (laughs) somebody in line around you, I promise you, is an AA person because we're everywhere. But anyway, I just wanted to bring that up, all of that, that (laughs) that that stigma is being broken down. It's okay to have addiction. It's okay to be sober. It's okay to just be who you are and to be okay with that within yourself is the first step to getting acceptance and feeling accepted in the rest of the world. You have to accept yourself. And that is a big piece of 
my morning routine. You didn't think I was going to be able to tie that all together, did you? But here we are. (laughs) My morning routine, part of it is to get myself centered in who I am, what my purpose is, and what my intention is for my day. One of the primary things I do in the morning is I have a conversation with myself, okay? And this is how I have to do it because I'm busy and I have to figure out how to fit these things in. I have to multitask, okay? (laughs) That's basically what it comes down to. This is multitasking. So when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm having a conversation with myself about my upcoming day, what I want that to look like, what I have to get done, right? What are my top three things that I need to do today? Because I have to get really clear on that because once it hits a certain time of day and the rest of the world wakes up, my phone is blowing up, people are emailing, everybody wants appointments, everybody wants a piece of my time, sober living houses are calling and they've got stuff going on and I have things to pick up and work out and I can get stuck on phone calls and emails and it will eat up five hours of my day. If I'm not careful, that could easily happen every single day of my life. So in the morning, I have to have this conversation with myself. What are the three primary things that I need to accomplish today? And I have to try to get those done as early as possible before the rest of the world wakes up. This is why I get up so early in the morning. So while I'm brushing my teeth, I'm having this conversation about myself, who I want to be in my day, the effect I want to have on others, the things that I want to accomplish. And it's not about the things I want to accomplish. It's about the person I want to be. I want to be the person that gets things done. Remember at the beginning of the year when we were doing intentions and I talked about finding your word, what do you want your word for the year to be? And my word for the year was execute because last year I really caught myself procrastinating on some things and blowing things off. And I don't want to be that person anymore. I want to be a person that follows through and executes on my plan and completes things. Right. So this is a part of my conversation. That's the type of person I want to be. I want to be that person for myself because it makes my life easier. It makes my business run easier. It also makes me a more dependable person for my family, for my clients, because you can depend on me and trust me that I will get things done. That's the person I want to be. So if that's the person I want to be, I got to be able to follow through and execute, right? So that's part of my morning conversation. Follow through and execute. What are the things that I want to get done today? What are the most important things? I always think also in that little conversation while I'm brushing my teeth, I always think about because I have a temper and my temper is something that I'm always fighting, you know, because I can get very short, um, And I can be a jerk without even realizing I'm being a jerk. I think a lot of times I think I'm just being direct, but I really can be a jerk. And I know that because I've been told that (laughs) by more than one person. And I have to trust that, right? When you get feedback, you get the same feedback over and over. There's some truth there. So another piece of my morning conversation is I want to be kind 
and patient. I want to be relaxed. I put relaxed in there because I don't like to be rushed. And the fact that I want to be calm and relaxed, I don't want to be rushed, is what leads me to getting up early in the morning because I don't want to be rushed. I don't, because then I will be irritable and I'll be grumpy and I'll be irritated that I'm rushed and then I'll really be mean. So I got to keep all those things in check. So if I get up early in the morning, I can take my time. I don't have to feel rushed. I can be very relaxed and calm. So that's part of my conversation. I want to be relaxed. I want to feel good and happy and calm. I want to be a source of energy and light for the people around me, right? I just have this little conversation with myself. It's that simple, you guys. While I'm brushing my teeth, brushing your teeth does not take very long. So if you message me and say, I don't have time to have a conversation with myself when I'm brushing my teeth, again, we got bigger issues to talk about, okay? (laughs) Because we're talking about a couple of minutes here that you're already doing something that you are doing every single day. So use that time intentionally. This is what we mean when we talk about being intentional. means that I said in my head, when I brush my teeth, I'm going to have a conversation with myself. I make it intentional. I use that time purposefully. Now, maybe your conversation as you're practicing this, keep it very simple until you get better at it. Your conversation could be, I'm looking forward to having a positive, productive, and calm day. Period. There's your conversation with yourself. Say that a few times in your head while you're brushing your teeth. That's it. Bam. That's simple. It doesn't have to take a ton of time. The other thing I want to talk about in morning routines too, you don't have to do the same exact thing every day. You got to give yourself some wiggle room because everybody's going to be different on this. Some people love to do exactly the same thing every day, all the time, and they're very comfortable with that. If you're that person, perfect, do that. But if you're a person that catches yourself struggling to stick to one thing every single day, the same thing, then you switch things up or you do it a different way. I love to meditate. That doesn't mean I meditate every single day of my life or that I meditate in the same way every day of my life. Sometimes I'll sit in a different room. Sometimes I'll go on YouTube and I'll look up a new meditation. Sometimes I'll listen to something completely different or I'll do visualization or I'll do walking meditation because I can only do the same thing for so long. So for me, it's like batches, you know, (laughs) like I'll have a few months that I do this one thing you know, like podcasts, and I'm sure you guys are the same way. Like I'll have a few months that all I do is listen to podcasts constantly, podcasts all the time. And then I kind of get out of that phase and it'll be audiobooks and I'll be reading books constantly all the time. And then I'll grow out of that and it'll be YouTube and I'll be watching videos all the time, you know? So you have to have different things to plug in. It doesn't have to be routine doesn't mean the exact same thing all the time. It means that you have a routine that you're going to do something intentionally to care for yourself and put yourself in a good mind space. That's the routine. It's not about the specific actions. It's just that you have a routine of doing things to be happy, healthy, and make yourself a better human and to be more productive in your life. Okay, let's get to these 12 things. 
12 morning routine ideas. Again, don't blow this out of proportion. Don't think you have to do all 12 of these. I'm saying pick two, maybe three. That's all. And none of these should be more than 10 to 15 minutes. They can if you're at a different place, if you've been practicing longer and you're more disciplined and you can do longer. Like I promise you, when I started morning routine, that thing was probably three minutes. Now I can do more stuff because I'm more disciplined. I've been doing it longer. I have more practice. So, but don't blow this out of proportion and think that you've got to do each of these things for an hour a piece. No, dude, no. Do each of these things for a few minutes. Again, the key is that you are consistent. It's not how long you do it. You can build on how long you do it once you get better at it and more comfortable doing it. But in the beginning, keep it small. We want bite-sized pieces because I want you to do it consistently. So make it, make it fast, make it easy. 12 morning routine ideas. One, get up on time. Don't hit the snooze. Why do I say this? Because you are going to feel so freaking good about yourself if you get up on time. It is a game changer. It starts your day with a whole new energy. Instead of waking up late, being irritated, already mad at yourself because you hit the snooze too many times, and you're being lazy and undisciplined, those are the messages when you hit the snooze and get up late, those are the messages you are giving the committee to feed you all day long. You're lazy, you slept too late, you know better, I can't believe you did that again. That's what your head's going to be saying all day. It's just not even worth it, you guys. Just get up out of bed. Just get up. No questions asked. And tell yourself that. No BS, no excuses, no questions asked. When that alarm goes off, sit up, period. Do not give yourself time to think about it. Sit up, get out of bed, put your feet on the ground, get out of bed. This is the first victory of your day. Victory, like your eyeballs are barely even open and you're already celebrating a victory. That's why I say do that one. Number two, read or listen to something inspiring. Again, you can do this while you're brushing your teeth. I have the five-day mindset makeover, right, that I get that's free on the My Recovery Toolbox site. It's every day for five days. You get an inspirational video right to your email. It's incredible. I live by these videos. You know that. I talk about it all the time. I listen to them every single day. I listen to a video, whether I put it on in my car. I know it's a video, but you don't have to watch them. Watching them isn't the important part. It's listening to them, the ones I listen to. It's listening that's the important part. So I can do it in my car. I can do it when I'm on the treadmill. I can do it while I'm brushing my teeth. I can do it while I'm in the shower, whatever. See, the shower is another time that you can use with intention because you're already in there. This is one of the best times for me because I'm trapped. I'm already in the shower. I'm a captive audience. There's nothing else I can be doing in that time. I can't be multitasking, right? So whatever is on has my full attention. That's being intentional. I use that time intentionally. Okay, so read or listen to something inspiring. Again, this can be three minutes. Don't blow it out of proportion. Drink a big glass of water. I try to, well, I don't try to, I do. Every night, 
glass of water is the last thing I have before I go to bed. Every morning when I get up, a glass of water is the first thing I have before I start my day, before I brush my teeth or do anything. I have a glass of water that sits on my nightstand. As soon as I get up, I drink my first glass of water. Again, when that's sitting on my nightstand, right, I get up on time, drink my glass of water, two victories in 30 seconds. Two victories. I'm already crushing it and I haven't even gotten out of bed yet. That's big, you guys. All right. Number four, have a conversation with the committee to plan your day. This is the conversation I'm talking about while I brush my teeth. I have that conversation with the committee. This is how I want my day to go. I need to make sure I do this, this, and this. And I want to be patient and kind throughout my day. I want to be open-minded. I want to be calm and relaxed and feel good in my day. I want to be happy. I want to laugh and smile a lot, right? There's my conversation. How long did that take? 15 seconds? Number five, stretch for three minutes. This is so good, you guys. Stretch, just stretch. And you don't even have to do it for three minutes, (laughs) okay? But after you've slept all night, I might start doing this actually. This sounds really good. I haven't done that one in a long time because I go to the gym. But this is good when I first get up to stretch. I like this. I'm so glad we're talking about this. So stretch. When you get up, you've been sleeping all night. I'm sure those of us that are advanced in age, you know, we have some aches and pains, (laughs) even from sleeping. When I get up, I got some things that hurt. So just taking a few minutes to stretch. And you could be having the conversation with the committee while you're stretching. I would want to take part of that time to really be in tune with my body and really breathing deep breaths into my body, right? Because that's good for you and for your muscles and whatever. But you could also have your conversation with the committee while you stretch. Number six, write in your journal. This is another one. I don't want you guys to overthink this, okay? Writing in your journal, you don't need to sit down and write 12 pages and write for three hours. Like You guys, write for four minutes. I don't care. Just write something. Write the first thing that pops into your head. I can't tell you how many of my journal entries start with, Henry and I just went for a walk you know, or something simple. Like it doesn't have to be profound or it doesn't have to be anything. If you have my journal, the powerless and powerful journal, you have prompts in there. Just fill out your prompts. But again, this is an opportunity to get centered with yourself in who you are and who you want to be and what you want your day to be like. There are days after winter for sure, because Here in Kansas City, we had some weeks that were so cold and so gray, like just no sunshine at all for like two weeks straight. And I swear to you, when that lifted every day in my journal, I talked about the weather. That was my first sentence. (laughs) Like, I'm so excited the sun was out today because it was energizing for me, you know? So don't overthink this writing in your journal. Sometimes my journal entry starts with, today was a shit show. You know, like it could be anything. You guys don't overthink it. Just sit down and write, you know, oh, you know what? I feel good today. My mood feels light today. I'm looking forward to today. I'm going to see my girlfriend for lunch. I can't wait for that today. Whatever. Keep it simple. You're practicing. Don't blow it out of proportion and make it something it doesn't have to be. Spend a few minutes and just jot down a few things in your journal. If you have some 
down energy, write about that for a minute and then write about some solutions. Don't ever stop on a downside. Back it up with a positive side. My anxiety is a little bit high today, so I'm going to make sure I take some time to do deep belly breaths throughout the day and I know that'll make me feel better. There's a journal entry, okay? Number seven, eat a healthful breakfast. Now, I get up super early in the morning. I do not eat breakfast when I get up. I'm not hungry. I'm not interested. I am very focused on getting things done that early in the morning. Like I said, I try to do a lot before the rest of the world wakes up because then it's distraction central in my life. So I don't eat when I first get up. I do have breakfast, but it's typically after I get home from the gym Um, which is like mid-morning, which is just a regular time, by the way. It's probably regular breakfast time for other people. It's usually like 1030 that I get home from the gym. But I make sure that my first meal of the day is healthful. Again, I am intentional about what I eat as my first meal of the day. I make sure I have something healthy, good, protein-packed because that sets me up for success for the rest of my day because afternoon and evening time is when I struggle to eat well. You know, once it's late afternoon, like three, four, five o'clock, that is my danger zone. That is my food danger zone. So if I can start from my very first meal being healthy and a lot of protein, which makes you stay fuller longer, then I'm setting myself up to do better in my few hours that I'm going to struggle, right? So eat a healthful breakfast. And I always make sure I drink a big glass of water and I take my vitamins then. Number eight, go for a short or long walk. Either way, short or long walk. (laughs) Walking is so freaking good for you. And you can have a conversation with the committee while you're walking, if that's your thing. I love being out when it's cool and crisp in the morning. Love it. Love walking my dog. It's so nice. I don't care how far you go. I don't care if you walk down to the end of your street and back. I don't care if you walk to the end of your driveway and back. Go for a walk. Take some deep belly breaths, get some fresh air, have a conversation with the committee while you do it. Walk out and get the mail or walk out and get the newspaper. What, do people have the newspaper anymore? I'm sure they do. I don't know. But just those few minutes, you can be intentional how you use those few minutes. Game changer. All right. Number nine, same, similar to having a conversation with the committee, spend a few minutes doing a visualization or meditation. So this is, again, along the same lines of having a conversation with the committee. Visualization and meditation are, are guided a little bit differently, right? They're, it's just different how you do it. Visualizing is visualizing how you want a situation to turn out, what you want your life to be like, what you want your day to be like. Um, I, I am a visualizer more than a meditator. I do love to meditate, especially when my anxiety is high. That's the first thing I want to do is just sit down, get centered, get quiet, and get in a calm, safe place. But visualization is creating kind of a mental movie of this is how I, like every time I do an intervention, I visual I do visualization for probably two, three hours before I walk into that intervention. And I just visualize 
how I want everybody in the room to be calm. I want everybody to feel safe and good. I visualize everybody having some laughs, right? Because it can be an intense situation. But if we're laughing, we're connected and everybody is comfortable and feels safe, which is the most important thing for me, right? So I just visualize all those pieces and how that conversation is going to go. That's visualization. So spend a few minutes doing visualization or meditation. If you want to learn more about those, go on YouTube and search it on YouTube. Millions of videos will come up and you can start exploring those practices. Number 10, make your bed. I'm not good at this, you guys. I don't make my bed. It's not a mess or anything. I just, I don't. Some people love this. This can easily be your third victory in, you know, the first two minutes that you're awake. Because if you get up on time and don't hit the snooze and you drink a glass of water and then you make your bed, like you're seriously crushing your day already. And and it's like the first three minutes. So that's pretty impressive. I know it is a great practice. Um, I can't tell you why. I just have never done it. <laughs> I've never really been a bed maker. Sometimes I'll make it later in the day. But this is a great practice, especially if you're just practicing being better at being disciplined. Make your bed. It only takes a minute. Number 11, write down three things you want to get done today. I didn't even realize this was down this list because I've said it like 200 times. (laughs) So again, being intentional. You know, I have post-it notes that sit right next to my bed on my bedside table. So that's where I write down my three things I want to get done that day because I have to. Sometimes I'll do it the night before and I'll put that post-it note on my lamp or I'll put it on my phone or I'll put it on my bathroom mirror, right? So I see those three things. So I remember that those are the three things I want to be focused on. But this is a great practice. I have to do this to keep me focused because, you know, like I said, it's distraction city in my life. So write down three things you want to get done today and keep those close to you. And last one, number 12, so freaking important. Make the decision that today will be amazing. I really want you to sit with that for a minute because I see all these posts. Everybody uses the word hope. I hope I have a better day. I hope this gets better. I hope I don't relapse. Listen, I hope I win the lottery. Hope is not getting you anywhere. Being intentional with your actions is what will get. If I want $10 million, it ain't going to happen in the lottery. It's going to happen by me being intentional in how I live my life and the moves I make every day. That's how I'll get there, right? If you want to stay sober, then you get intentional about how you spend your time and what you're doing and where your little feet take you. And you get intentional about the activities you partake in to stay sober. You don't hope, you take action. So make the decision that today will be amazing. Don't hope for a good day, have a good day. Think in your head, get intentional. What could I do to make today great? If I get, if my anxiety peaks, my anxiety goes a little bit crazy, I know three, four things I can do instantly to counteract that anxiety. Meditate, deep belly breaths, stretch, watch or listen to a motivational video on YouTube. Bam, anxiety, F off. 
intentional. I don't sit and go, oh my God, my anxiety is so bad. This is so awful. What could I do? This is so terrible. I can't believe this is happening to me. Oh my God, this feels so bad. Well, that's not going to get you anywhere. Get in the solution. Get in the solution. Make the decision that today will be amazing and think of the things you can do to make sure this day is amazing. Even if you get thrown a curveball, you stop for a minute, close your eyes and go, okay, that was a curveball. It's not the end of the world. Doesn't ruin my day. I can figure it out. There's always a solution. Deep belly breaths. Let's get back to life. Let's go smile and give somebody a compliment. That's being intentional, okay? So make the decision that today will be amazing and figure out how to make that thing amazing. I hope this list is helpful. If you guys want this, I actually have this in a sheet format. If you want to print it out, I'm going to share it. Like I said, this was a thing for my membership community, and I don't think they will mind me sharing it with the Addiction Unlimited Facebook group. So if you are in the Addiction Unlimited Facebook group, I will post this in there, and you can get it the day this episode comes out, which will be April 14th, I will make sure I put the worksheet in there. I call it a worksheet. It's not a worksheet. You don't do any work on it. It's a list. Okay. I will put it in there. 12 morning routine ideas. If you are not a member of that Facebook group, get your happy little buns over there and join. It's Addiction Unlimited group. That's how you find it on Facebook. And I want to say this too, I'm doing a five-day training coming up at the end of this month, I think, and all of that whole entire training is going to happen in the Addiction Unlimited Facebook group. So you definitely want to get in there. It's totally private. Nobody else in the world can see you're in there. The only people that know you're in there are the other people that are in there. So it won't pop up on your Facebook feed or anything like that. It's at, just look for Addiction Unlimited group on Facebook. You'll see it. It's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Addiction Unlimited if you want to do it that way. But that's how you'll find it. And I'm going to be live five days straight in that group during this training that I have coming up. The training is getting sober and staying sober. And we're going to deep dive into some of the most important topics of staying sober and how to do it. I'm going to be live every day in there for like long lives, you guys, like 30 to 45 minute live videos. I'm going to be exhausted. So Somebody better be ready for me to be meditating <laughs> after that. But again, get in that group. That's where all the magic happens. That is kind of home base. That's where everybody gets special offers first. That's where I share things that um, I don't just put out in the whole entire world. That's where the magic happens. Addiction Unlimited Facebook group. I hope to see you there. I hope you're having a fantastic day. And I will see you next week. You've reached the end of another great episode of the Addiction Unlimited podcast, candid and honest conversation about addiction and recovery. Be sure to visit us at addictionunlimited.com to join the conversation and access show notes and links to everything we talked about. Love this episode? Please take 30 seconds to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes to help us improve and give you the information you want. Thanks for listening. See you next week.